0: No, no pundit on TV will ever get a job again.
1: <laughs> Dreadful. Dumb and dumb right, Connor. Yes. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome back to the Forty Yard Switch. As always, uh, my name is Jasper Woody Woodson. Alongside me, my ever dependable host Wilbur
0: Kudelukes. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. And Wilbur Kudelukes today. Yes, uh, Wilby,
1: Wilbur. I will be I Got to keep everyone on their toes. You know, they never know which way, which which, which name is coming. Uh, but yes, uh, quick intro today because we've got a lot to get through, and it's also late at night. Um, finding. Trouble finding it hard to find time to record the podcast these days. Yeah, busy life, but I digress. Um, so jumping straight into it, uh, Liverpool and Chelsea are through to the FA Cup final as Liverpool win the third of their potentially four ties against Man City this season. That's yeah, pending Man City and Liverpool both making the Champions League final. Um, yeah, so a, a repeat of the uh EFL Cup final. Not can't really read too much into it. It's probably just going to be another game between Liverpool and Chelsea, really.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think j- just just on the City game, yeah. Zach Zach Stefan is an yeah. absolute nightmare. Unfortunately for him, I mean, it's it's a hard thing to do. Come in and deputise for Edison, but yeah, he. Really I mean, Kelleher
1: does it for Edison, so yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is a hard thing, though, especially being a you know keeper, high stakes game. The the team's asking you to, you know, play the ball out from the back, but yeah, yeah you you feel for him a little bit, yeah, yeah. And just see all those memes of like Edison, like cool as a
1: cucumber with the ball on his line against then, Jota, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach Stefan doing that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rough for him, but uh, Liverpool absolutely run amok in the first half, and then sort of took the took the foot off the gas a little bit in the second half, and got a bit dicey uh, it wasn't really just, it was 3-2 final score but I watched a bit of the like the last sort of 20 minutes of the second half and like that they, they didn't score until I, after I switched the game off at the 90th minute
0: so yeah, yeah it was right. 3-1 for most of the second half yeah also that ball from um, Thiago over to Mane for oh, the third one yeah. that, was that was beautiful also
1: it, I, there's like a little viral clip of it like if there's a ball that like drops out of the sky Thiago like controls it on his chest and then just hits like a like a curling outside of the foot forty yard pass to Mo Salah down the wing. You're just like,
0: oh, it's not a bad pass through the ball. It's not bad at all. Um, I th- yeah, I think for 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 the FA Cup final, it's I don't know. It's definitely Liverpool's to lose. Yeah, Chelsea are not in a great vein of form at the moment um, compared to where they were this time last year. Yeah, and, yeah,
1: and and also compared to where they even were when they played the EFL Cup final. I don't think any of the Sanctions against Abramovich had come in yet when they played that, so they were still flying pretty much when that when that game when that happened. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. Don't fact like someone have to fact check me on that one. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure I, I I was still in England when that happened, and I'm pretty sure like there the Russia stuff was going on, but Chelsea hadn't faced the full brunt of it yet. Yeah. Um. But yeah, as as we've seen this morning, Chelsea very leaky at the back. Uh, something we'll touch on later. Uh, Arsenal get four goals past them, uh, but yeah, Liverpool. I've got my notes here. Liverpool still in the hunt for the quadruple? Question mark. Two, yeah, a European semi-final, uh, won the, won the, won, won the League Cup in the final of the FA Cup, and a point behind in the Premier League. Stranger things have happened. Actually, no, they haven't, because no one's ever done this before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this would be the strangest thing to happen in English yeah. football. No, yeah, I mean, t- yeah, technically, it's still. Um... It's it, it's still live, but it's still a very very hard. Yeah. yeah.
1: My gut feeling, as I, I, I've got my my notes here, also City are a point ahead in the league with six games to go. My gut feeling is Liverpool may win all three cups, but I think they're going to lose the Premier League.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, yeah. As as it goes on, I think we we'll talk about the fixtures later. But as as it goes on, like it just seems like City are going to hold on. They're just yeah. they're just so ridiculously strong. And like against Liverpool, yeah, they can trip up, but there's just such a gulf between Liverpool and Man City and the rest of the Premier League yeah. at the moment.
1: But you never know, like it is the Premier League after all, one of the, the most, be the most unpredictable league in the world. Um, and, so.
0: and at the other end of the table, there's a very, very intense relegation battle going on. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, so we'll see. Uh the only the the most notable game each for City and Liverpool in their six left is City have to go to West Ham and Liverpool will host Tottenham I'm pretty sure. Um that's obviously Liverpool have the harder game out of those two and probably on the balance of it, the slightly harder run-in as well. They've got the Merseyside derby this weekend as well. I was just
0: going to say, don't forget the Merseyside, That's (laughs) going to be real tough at (laughs) Anfield.
1: But interestingly, they still, of the three games they play, they also play three of the same teams in Wolves, Aston Villa, and Newcastle. So it'll be interesting to see how they go against those. Will will Gerrard just tank it for Liverpool in the Villa game?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that would be wild, you know, if Aston Aston Villa sort of took the points off Liverpool that they needed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great story, bittersweet for just for Stevie G, yeah. um, but yes, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like it's 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 been talked to death at the moment the the quadruple stuff and the Liverpool City stuff, so we're not going to dwell on it for too long. Uh, but then we're going to move on from one topic that's talked about a lot to another topic that's talked about a lot, which is uh, the the woes of United and United fans. So Liverpool smash United four nil. What was it yesterday morning? Um, again another absolutely hopeless united performance you could have said this performance was their worst you could have said the everton game was their worst you could have said the city game was their worst uh, yeah just multiple bad games after bad games it's almost sad to talk about now it's not even really
0: funny anymore yeah yeah they're just like com- com- completely outclassed but i think yeah at this point like you know the the 5-0 um earlier in the season at adult was was that one the most recent one was at anfield right yeah yeah, yeah. the five nil at old trafford that one really nine nil overall created a big shock this one you kind of saw it coming yeah
1: like the, like you saw it from the moment diaz scored four minutes in you're like yeah that's it
0: that's all yeah. right there's there's at least four goals between those um those two elevens yeah i reckon yeah <laughs> it's a big goal from quality yeah um Liverpool, uh, Liverpool, very good though. Yeah, well. oh,
1: can't take nothing away. Like some of the interplay for the, the first Salah goal, that pass from Mane. Uh, I mean, the play on all of the goals, really. Um, uh, albeit some bad defending. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's aided a little bit by that. Yeah.
1: So my my next thing I was going to say is Harry Maguire, another bad showing. He's not the only person that's playing badly, but due to the comments he made in midweek about. If I'm so bad, why am I in the starting eleven every week? Generally, that's not word for word what he said. I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially the vibe he was giving. Yep. Um, and then he goes and is at fault for two of the goals that United
0: concede. Um, not great. Not not great, Not a great look. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this I, like we, like we were talking about it off there, There's just, there's just no real point to. To come out and say i'm, I'm not doing that bad yeah. like you've just got to come out and own it you're in a bad spell of form the team's performing terribly you got to be a leader in that situation and just going off a whim and saying i'm not that bad yeah like yeah it's just it's just terrible leadership yes yeah. so on, on the whole
1: doom and gloom at united but there is there uh some light on the at the end of the tunnel some sun on the horizon uh, Eric Ten Hag has been officially announced as of a couple of hours ago uh, as the new manager of Manchester United to start his tenure at the end of this season. Will remain at Ajax for the remainder of this season. Okay, right. Um, we're not going to go into detail about the who, the what, the when, the where, the how of what Eric Ten Hag will do this off season. It will be a fascinating off season, and, sure, and it's going to give us lots of off season content. Can't wait for that, but. The one thing I do want to touch on is why did United decide to announce it now and not at the end of the season? Uh, so I've seen a couple of journalists talk about this just on the Sky Sports Instagram and they're I make mean, a couple of good points and a couple of things that I've also just sort of been considering. The first thing is they want to announce it now because it sort of gives a note to the players that are playing there currently that like if they had any you know they were unsure They were, things were up in the air they weren't sure what was going on at the club if they were going to leave if they were going to stay they know he's coming in now those that want to stay are going to have to really put in a shift for the next six games or they they could be seeing the door and those that want to leave can be like okay this guy's coming in now you know that's it they, they've got some you know they can start talking to their manager start talking to other teams it's finalized. Yeah. yeah. Um, another thing, also, it um, it's uh, a really good PR because United need some positivity right now. Like this is the lowest United fans have probably been for some time. This is like a, a really you know, like a, I don't know, I don't know, I don't have a good metaphor for it, but like it's 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 a nice little jolt of yeah. happiness, I guess.
0: Yeah, I was going to say kick up the ass, but that's not it either. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's 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 something to ease the ease their pain a little bit, for yeah. sure. And uh, thirdly, uh, it just uh, for like you know back of
1: st- backroom staff just throughout the club, it means they can start their preparation now rather than at the end of the season. So by the time the end of the season rolls around, it can be day one off season. Let's get let's get the ball rolling rather than you know the two three weeks it would take for all of that. You know.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, d- definitely it's it's a good chance for those players who want to stay and want to be in the in the starting eleven come um, the start of next season. It's a good chance for them to start making a case. I think there's some of them in there who've already sort of sealed their own destiny with the way they've performed since Reignit c- came in. Um, because yeah, I'm I'm sure he's part of the plans. I'm pretty sure I, I saw something on Twitter before saying that he's come out. A, Potentially saying that at least ten players are going to be leaving in the offseason. Yeah, he off was like four,
1: five, six, possibly even ten players. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and good on him. Like, yeah, I'm I'm sure he would have learned a lot. And I mean, you can look at Rainey's time in charge, and you know, it's it's not been great, but he hasn't really. Had that much to work with, and he's gained a lot of experience that will be useful to him as in. in, And he's also seen with the backroom stuff, like
1: the lack of respect that some players have clearly shown. Because he's come with some ideas and tactics, and players have either not been able to, or just not listened or not cared to try and adhere to them. Yeah. So he can be like, well, this guy is not good enough to adhere to my basic tactics. This guy didn't even want to try and get to my. So they can go. Yeah. And he can relay that information to Ten Hag, and he can do what he want with it. Yeah. Um but yeah, exciting, ex- potentially exciting times ahead for United. Uh, I just hope it doesn't mean that uh United the United players that do want to stay turn it on for Arsenal's game against United this weekend.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting whether there's a bounce. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. We'll 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 just dissect it as it, as it unfolds. Very fully. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, best believe uh if you were sick of us talking about United mid season, you'd be <laughs> gonna be sick of us talking about United in the off-season because it's gonna be the talking point ...that we will not uh, stop talking about. <laughs> um, speaking of managers... Uh, and uh, United have hired one, Burnley have sacked another. Uh, Sean Dyche, after 10 years at the helm... Uh, ...has been weirdly sacked with 7 games or 6 games to go in the Premier League season. Uh, bizarre decision from the powers that be.
0: Yeah... It's yeah, I reckon prob- probably the most shocking managerial decision that we've seen this season. And there there's been a few interesting ones. Yeah. Um obviously Bielsa, but yeah. You, you you think that something's got to something's a conversation's been had behind closed doors that 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 has made it. yeah That made them sort of part ways and then they've sacked him. What do, what do you make of it?
1: Well, I've heard rumors that there potentially is new management coming in. Uh so in terms of new ownership coming in. Um so that maybe would indicate Something they wanted a fresh start, but then also, yeah, I think that there must have been some sort of conversation where it's like maybe they're like assigning themselves to the fact that they're going to get relegated, and they're like, okay, it's been tried with you. It rather than you know, see out your contract, we're just going to pay you out now and yeah. see you later. If this uh, one thing I do think I, I hope one thing I hope they haven't decided is they don't think that sacking him now can keep them up because. I if that if that's just really silly club management if they think it's going to keep them up.
0: <laughs> yeah I mean you, you, you never know we could be looking back in like in a few weeks and saying that was genius they, they'd got the post like manager stacking bounce but yeah it, it, it does seem very unlikely especially given the fact that there's no like they, they don't have anyone to they, they don't have anyone currently to come in and replace him. Yeah, like it just seems it just seems so random. Yeah, like if you were gonna do it to try stay up, you probably should have done it a few games ago, and you should you should have had someone in mind to come in and give give the team that impetus.
1: Not but, having yeah the under twenty three coach Ben a, me
0: and Ben <laughs> me and like some other people as like a three way player coach sort of thing. I feel like yeah, I feel like behind closed doors maybe they've had a conversation where he, he said that he's not interested in managing them in the championship and yeah yeah
1: but we'll see they got a point against West Ham uh I feel like that was somewhat galvanized in like a brief uh 15 minute period after Ashley Westwood went down with a serious injury they were galvanized 15 minutes scored a goal and then it seemed like it was backs against the wall defending against West Ham who eventually did get a goal to equalize so if that game had had an extra 15 minutes who knows West Ham might
0: have won but hey who knows
1: yeah. um and a uh, hopefully Ashley Westwood's okay too
0: it's it's definitely sad to see Sean Dyche leave the Premier League as well yeah
1: and to be fair he has kept what has been a championship squad in the Premier League
0: on a League 2 budget on a League <laughs> 2 budget yeah
1: he said I think on average 21 million a year to spend yeah. if that I think
0: it's just ludicrous it's just ridiculous yeah. like
1: <laughs> you've got like teams coming out from the championship spending double that every year
0: in saying that, though, they must be in a pretty good financial position, Burnley. You'd hope so. As a result, as a direct yeah. result of Sh- of Sean Dyche. Yeah, you'd hope so, surely, because yeah. they would have got tons
1: of money and then not spent any. Their net spend must be fucking unreal. Mm. Um, but yes, I digress. Uh, I mean, I want Burnley to go down. I think they deserve to go down after. Especially, I thought they I wanted them to go down before they sacked Dyche, and now they've done this. Um, yeah, I, I mean, they go down
0: too. I, I was calling early in the season that they've, they, they'd be the one to stay up but now Everton's the <laughs> Everton's the one <laughs> Everton's the one who will go down um, if do you see really him coming
1: back to the premier league pretty soon or do you he reckon he takes some time off after managing for 10 years
0: I don't know it's 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 a hard one i mean i i think he's probably at a good point in his managerial career where he probably wants to probably wants to kick on i don't think he's I don't know. I, I don't think you'd be tired at this point. Yeah. I think if a if a new project came up that that seemed good, I would think he would be happy to happy to jump at it. And I think and there's always opportunities popping up in yeah, the Premier League
1: for sure. And do you think um, he has a different style of play in his uh, you know tactic book, or and and like he was just. Playing the style that Burnley played because of the t- the players he had at his disposal, or do you think that's just his style of play and he'll put that on any team that
0: he manages? I think it'd be definitely defensive minded, but I reckon he's definitely got a few more f- footballing footballing ideas than what he was able to show at um, at he, yeah, that he was able to show at Burnley. Um, because, like we say, you, you can't invest in new players.
1: Yeah, and like with, like he's had Dwight McNeil last year, Maxwell Corney this year, made Aaron Lennon look quite good for a couple of games this year as well. So he definitely he's likes to use more flairy on the ball players at times.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. He's, he's also a manager that just knows how to get a result, like in the kind of ilk of like Jose Mourinho. Like he, they just know how to go to a place and, and get the result they need. So. Yeah.
1: And that's a highly sought-after trait in the most cutthroat of leagues. I'm sure every team in a relegation battle would love to have short yeah, absolutely. Yeah, The question is, can he find a team that, you know, has aspirations of not just being in a relegation yeah. battle? <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on, we just very briefly will go over the fact that the top four race seems to be... Uh, a sort of a hot potato of No you have it No you have it No you have it No you have it Between four different teams uh, Spurs looked shit hot And then lost to Brighton uh, We've touched on how Inconsistent United are um, uh, Arsenal Lost three on the bounce Looked like they were Down and out And then Win 4-2 away At Chelsea this morning Somehow <laughs> No idea how that happened That was incredible uh, um, And then West Ham Who have you know Sort of been flirting with it Staying in contention But then drop points to Burnley so who knows? Um, it's anyone's guess, honestly, at this point, because Arsenal get Ars- Tommy Asu is back in training for Arsenal, and if we beat United on the weekend, honestly, why not? Why yeah. not?
0: I think, yeah, I think the races that we've been used to watching in the last few years between City and Liverpool, you know, they don't put a foot wrong, but this is just like completely the opposite. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it, it it's interesting. Yeah, every, every, yeah. No one wants the Champions League spot. I
1: I did, I've just, I've got it very briefly, uh, just just, just to quickly uh, break it down. The final five, or or there's six games left each, but um, the teams that are left all have some tasty matchups left in their run-in. So Tottenham have Brentford, Leicester, Liverpool, Arsenal, Burnley. Tough. Burnley on the last day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Arsenal have United, West Ham, Leeds, Tottenham, Newcastle. Again, no pushovers there. Um United have Arsenal, Brentford, Brighton, Chelsea Palace. Probably easier than the, the two than the Arsenal and the Tottenham run ins, but then again it's United. Yeah. Uh and then West Ham have Chelsea, Arsenal, Norwich, City, Brighton. So again, some 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 mes in there, but you never know. It's going to be a
0: really, really good end to the season. Yeah, it's going to be very insane. <laughs> there's shit happening everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely crazy. Yeah.
1: Um, yes, after we recorded our uh, episode and posted our episode last week, uh, the second legs of some of the Champions League semifinals and the second legs of the Europa League semifinals happened and thus left us with the Champions League semifinal matchups uh, that are as follows. Uh, Manchester City will play Real Madrid... And Liverpool will play Villarreal. Uh, initial thoughts on those ones, Wilba?
0: I think the the best matchup is is obviously City Real Madrid. it's it's, it's going to be probably the more interesting of the ties. I think we've spoken about off air that. I reckon Villarreal have probably reached the peak of, of where yeah. they're going to go in the Champions League run.
1: And like yeah, while they beat Bayern like Bayern had like 20 shots and just didn't score. Liverpool were yeah. the hottest one of the hottest teams in the in the world right now, so to be a different kettle of fish.
0: Yeah. Though yeah, and in, in saying it, they've got the they've got the second league at El Madrigal, <laughs> and that place is that place is a hard thing to go to. So if Liverpool don't get the result at Anfield that they're after, with you know plenty of other things to be worrying about fixture wise, yeah, it could be tricky.
1: Yeah, <laughs> around that time of that second leg, Liverpool have uh, six games in seventeen days. So that's yeah, a game, that's, a, that's a game every two point eight days. I did some maths the other day. <laughs>
0: So that's, that's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I think, like we are talking about before, again, Unai Emery is one of those managers who can go into a... Knows how to win a tournament. ...a knockout tie and, and get a result that his that team need. How do you... I think. How do you, how do you see the City-Madrid game going?
1: Um, if City turn up to play, I see City winning that. Like, Madrid are good, but they also showed in the second leg against Chelsea they can be scored against, and they also showed in their game against Sevilla the other day in the La Liga that they can be scored against. Um,
0: They've just got some players yeah. in there that just know it as well. Though. Yeah,
1: but like, but they also have Karim Benzema, the hottest striker in the world right now. Yeah. Um, not hasn't got the best goal a game hasn't got the best hasn't isn't the most prolific striker this season that goes to Mitrovic but uh does have oh really is <laughs> the most prolific striker in a, a top level league, um and you know they've got their star wingers like Vinicius and uh, Asensio and all of those guys Rodrigo Modric playing well yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah you, you can't count you can't count them out it'll be very tight um. It would be really. It would be interesting if uh, this is this is why the the getting rid of the away goals rule is annoying because this would be a game where like the home versus away leg would be very interesting in the city versus Real Madrid tie. But alas, um, I can see it going to penalties. Yeah, and this is another thing that could tip the the league title is the, the, the Premier League race is if City and
0: Madrid go to penalties. You know. Yeah, they have to legs. rotate a lot more. Yeah it's very true I feel like with with away goals this tie is very different because I feel like City will struggle more at the Bernabeu than Real Madrid will struggle at the Etihad for yeah, sure yeah absolutely, absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, and
1: then briefly the UEFA Europa League semi-finals um, actually I'm not sure if before we post again, uh, before we record another episode, if these semifinals will be played, so just very quickly, don't give me a score or anything. Just give me a just give me a winner for both the Champions League,
0: for both the Champions League. Yeah, for the for
1: the <laughs> first legs. Sorry. Okay, mis- first legs. First
0: leg. Can I say draw? <laughs> yeah, you can say draw. I reckon I'm 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 hoping that the, that the City Real Madrid game is a is a, is a draw. Yeah, one so or Yeah, and the second one. Liverpool will win. Yeah, okay.
1: And you? Uh, I think City will win 2-1 and I think Liverpool... Well, let's give a score. I think City will win and I think Liverpool will win. Yeah. City, I think Liverpool will win by a couple. City will win by one. Yeah. Uh, all right, the UEFA Europa, the Europa League semifinals. Uh, again, two British teams. Um, West Ham versus Eintracht Frankfurt, who beat Barcelona in the last round and RB Leipzig who are absolutely tearing it up in the Bundesliga right now um, against Rangers who are just making a a, a run for the ages.
0: Yeah. It's very impressive from Rangers like to, to be competing a a Scottish Premier League team competing with the the likes of Leipzig and these big names is very impressive. Um, yeah, also crazy about the the Frankfurt fans getting into the camp no.
1: Yeah. Absolutely insane.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Nah. <laughs> um to be
1: fair, like this is much harder to split because watching um highlights of both the Frankfurt game. Oh sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's late guys, can you tell? Um and the West Ham game and the Leipzig game, the Rangers game, like they all deserve to win their games. Um but like it's hard to split them like obviously West Ham looks shit hot against Lyon in the second leg but then Frankfurt beat Barcelona um, Leipzig looks shit hot in the second leg against Atlanta um, and then Rangers beat Braga but which were not as good a team but then again, Rangers are Ibrox you can you'd back them against anyone
0: yeah so I don't really know how to call this one <laughs> it's also it's also harder to call as well with the with the Europa League, because you just don't you just don't know the teams quite as well. Yeah,
1: but I feel like I've come to know, just from watching Bundesliga highlights and um, Europa League highlights, I've come to know a little bit more about these teams, and I've got I've come to know, I've come to think that I give West Ham more of a chance than I give Rangers, just based on how shit hot Leipzig look. Because like Leipzig, uh, when I was recording the re- episode of Resic had won their, like, last three games by a combined margin of, like, 12 to 1. and they beat Dortmund 4-1 or 4-2. Okay. Um, and then, yeah. Uh, beat a, ver- a very good Atlanta team as well. Whereas Rangers, like, they're good, but
0: Leipzig have got some... Like, they're a Champions League team. It's playing yeah. in the Europa League. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm also finding it hard to call, but... I, I don't want West Ham to get through to the final. <laughs> you don't want it? I would love it. And, and I do want Rangers to get through.
1: I, I would just think it would be so crazy to see the, Euro, the Europa League and the Champions League have four teams from Britain. Yeah, or yeah.
0: British. Yeah. That would be good. But also, yeah, I just don't want to see West Ham. Though. I, I think it's because, you know, West Ham, the team that Everton was probably. Yeah, pretty close to in in recent past, and uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I hate to see it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally, very briefly, um, Leicester City are also in the cha- in the Conference League semifinals. Oh, yeah. So I mean, if they made it through, then that's another Premier League team. Don't forget about the Conference League. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you could you could see Premier League teams in uh, all three levels of European club competition. Um, but we digress. The last thing we want to talk about. Uh, before we sign off on what has been a, a pretty short, but you know, <laughs> it's late to the point uh, episode <laughs> is been the uh, most recent hall of fame inductees. Uh, I need to, I should have had this up on my phone, but I didn't.
0: The first one uh, is uh, Ian Wright. Uh, there you go. <laughs> uh then we've got Paul
1: Scholes, Peter Schmeichel, Jogba, uh, Vincent company, And Agüero. And Agüero, there we go. (laughs) Um, I don't really know who's picking. Like, like how it's classified when you go into the to the Hall of Fame based on like I thought it was based on like the year you retire, but I don't think that's the case. Um, Yeah, that theory's gone out the window. Yeah, completely. (laughs) Um, I mean, Agüero, yes. Uh, Um, fuck skulls. Skulls, yes. Uh, Schmeichel, Schmeichel, yes um ian wright i'm a bit like yes he's a legend he's an arsenal legend but i don't know how many years he actually played in the premier league i'm pretty sure he was gone by like 96 and the premier league was only four years old by then Mm -hmm. he did a lot of his stuff in the late 80s early 90s um
0: i think yeah another thing we talk about off there is that you know company is a was an incredible central defender and did a lot of stuff but i feel like there's other central defenders that probably deserve to be in there. Yeah, I mean, just Fer- ahead of
1: Ferdinand him. and Terry are the first that come to mind. Yeah, um, you could make a case for Vidic, but he wasn't in the league for as long. But you could all, you could definitely make a case for Vidic. Um, also, Tony Adams as well. Um, Sol Campbell, you know, couple of players. Uh, but yeah, but like, I mean, not not to say
0: that Vincent Company doesn't deserve it. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It just seems like there should be probably one or two central defenders that should be in there. Yeah,
1: it just seems to be, like, no sort of clear, like, categorizing of it. Or, like, you know,
0: um, what's the word? I don't even know. But, like, yeah. yeah, Cr- Criteria for, like, how they, how they get in yeah. based on time. But, yeah, it... it the, the, the other thing about this I remember when we first did like the Hall of Fame when they had all the nominees yeah like we, we chose like six and it was really hard to do but it just seems like they're all getting in they're all getting <laughs> in yeah so yeah we'll see Sean Wright Phillips there in about
1: two weeks yeah <laughs> but yeah I don't know like the Premier League like Hall of Fame like it's kind of cool and it's a great honour for the people to have but I don't know it just I feel like with how many they're announcing so quickly it's kind of losing its sheen a little bit I yeah. feel like it should be like maximum six to ten players a year. Yeah, and like they've all, like, i know they like, technically they've separated in twenty twenty one inductees and twenty twenty two inductees, but they've already done Vieira and who was it Rooney? Yeah, and, and now and they've Rooney. done these six, which means well, if they're going to do every, only ten a year, they've only got two more to do this year, and the year is still yeah. Like why would they announce six? Like well, they could have just done two, 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 two over the course of the year. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah.
0: It's very hard to figure out what's going on in the process. Yeah. But,
1: you know, whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, finally, before we uh, finish our episode, uh, I, f- I just re- remembered, uh, let's give some predictions for Arsenal-United this weekend. It's a big game. It's worth worth, worth giving predictions. Some, both in the heavy top four race, uh, United could be looking to bounce now. They've got the Ten Hag stuff. Arsenal looking to build on the fact that... Um, they beat Chelsea this morning. Yeah. It's at the Emirates, I'm pretty sure. So
0: Okay, I'm I'm gonna predict that yeah, the the Ten Hag announcement is gonna have a bit of an effect on, on the United dressing room. Yeah. And I reckon they're gonna they're gonna win.
1: They're gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I think
0: Were you I... w- were you convinced by like very convinced by Arsenal this morning, or did Chelsea I, not show up? Chelsea were
1: bad defensively. Don't get me wrong, but like in terms of our work rate and how well we defended, yeah, like they they barely had a shot on target in the second half, and like we just sat in like a back three slash back five and then soaked up pressure. Like they had a lot more possession than us, and then just hit on the counter. Yeah, um, I think you can't. Like, yes, there might be a bit of a bounce, but you can't fix. The amount of apathy and lack of effort that United, that, that that United, those United players have shown in the past month, in one game, I think they'll be slightly better, and I think it'll be a draw.
0: Yeah, you can match the apathy and lack of effort. <laughs> yeah, in <laughs> Arsenal, <laughs> but that's
1: the thing. I think like Arsenal, you, I, I, in in the in the in the Brighton and the Palace games, yes, there was a lack of intensity. Not necessarily a lack of... In the Palace game, yeah, a lack of effort defensively. But in the Brighton game, just a lack of intensity and like speed of movement offensively. So the game, it was back there. We just got unlucky. And then this game, like, Nkedia pressing from the front was unbelievable. Like, we were just, everyone was working really hard. And, like, the Enkedia pressing from the front is something that I have not seen any of those United forwards do.
0: Sorry, I'm just Ever, yeah, yeah. In a long time. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I think United will bounce to an extent. Um... And like they've got more, they've got enough individual quality, especially if Ronaldo comes back in to score. But I think you know Arsenal also will outwork United because also if if we go one or two up, I don't think United has it in them to to come back to bounce back. But yeah. I think if United score first, you know it'll be an interesting game. But I do think it'll be a draw.
0: Yeah, I agree that they're not coming from behind to win. Yeah, I'll say. Um, 2-1 to United. I was going to
1: say 2-all, so.
0: Nice. Yeah. I just wait, the, the 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 one other bit of news was uh derby county getting um oh, relegated. relegated. Yeah, yeah,
1: very sad stuff. Yeah. Although I did see the video that Ren Rooney did out the out standing out the front. Yeah, yeah
0: that's unreal. Yeah. You just love him as a um as a derby fan. And like
1: all the fans are real quiet and then he goes, we've got a plan, got got, got plans to come back up and then we're like,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rooney. <Rudy, Rudy. laughs> He's a legend and yeah like he just all his interviews are spot on like after so the game so more well spoken like, like how are you feeling like after being relegated and he said he was proud of the team like yeah, yeah that, that team's been through a lot like 21 points uh, 21 point deduction have been completely f- fucked over by the um by the owner and yeah yeah but it's, it, it is interesting I watched a little like YouTube video on like the the incentives to break all these accounting rules just so they can get into the um, into the Premier League and get that, that big cash injection. And then if you go down the parachute payments and everything. Like, oh, right, yeah. It's interesting. It's
1: interesting. So you can kind of understand why they did it or...
0: Not understand why I did it, but like you, you can understand the thinking behind it. Right, you know? okay. Like... You, can you know, that clubs are so desperate because it's a it's a ridiculous payoff. Moving yeah. from the championship to the Premier League yeah. financially is ridiculous. So you can you can understand the thing. Can you remember any of the figures? I like I have heard how it's ridiculous, but I can't remember exactly how much it was. I think the T V rights are in the hundreds of millions. Yeah. And the parachute payments are probably um you know, just below a hundred million, I reckon. That's crazy. Yeah. So once you're, you know, even if you get relegated, you know, you're going to be around the top of the championship and have a good chance to rebuild. So,
1: yeah. Well, Burnley, Watford, and Norwich,
0: get ready. Also, oh,
1: one more piece of information: uh, uh, Fulham are confirmed promoted. Oh yeah, that's right. As Mitrovic scores his fortieth goal of the season, (laughs) get ready to score none next season. Yeah. yeah who knows maybe he'll stay fit this time and, and score a few but yeah congratulations to fulham uh it'll be interesting to see who follows them next because it's quite a tightly knit bunch in the teams below them uh and yeah with that uh we will sign off uh as always i've been uh jasper woody woods <laughs> and who have you been <laughs> i've
0: been wilbur <laughs> Wilbur will be koodalooks all day today
1: um uh, and yeah, we will uh, Follow yeah. us, follow um, us. Um, Yep, <laughs> Fuck, it's late uh, Follow us on the Spotify uh, And the Google Podcast If you want, if you're so inclined uh, And follow us on the Instagram uh, 40yardswitch.pod And yeah, we'll see you next week
0: uh, Hopefully not finishing at 11.30 at not finishing at 11.30 next week Anyway,
1: <laughs> cool uh, Ta-ta for now uh, Bye-bye